Hey guys, we're your hosts, Mariah and Annie. We're unraveling life one conversation at a time, and we'll leave nothing left unsaid. Welcome back, everybody. Hey guys. We have been a little (laughs) MIA. (laughs) Yes, I did some traveling. Annie did some traveling, and I figured I had nothing to talk about by myself, so (laughs) Um, we are back. And we have some updates for you, and hopefully you guys vibe with the change. If not, we can always go back. Yeah, this is this is going to be a chill episode. We're going to catch up about some things, and then we'll probably, probably at the end of this episode, we'll like touch on some th- some things that are going to be changing in yeah. the future. Yeah, because it'll just make our lives easier with me having a baby coming, summer coming. All the things. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. <laughs> so anyways, Annie was in California for, what, like almost two like weeks? two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, like two weeks. Which was so actually fun. crazy because I I haven't been to California since pre-COVID, pre-baby. And it was just like so weird being back, but in the best way possible. But also too, whenever I go to California, it's always for two weeks minimum. I've Mm -hmm. never gone there for less than 14 days, but this time it was like 10, 11 days, Um, which isn't, you know, that many days less, but it was, there's just like so many things that can be done when you're over there and the time change and all the stuff. But yeah, I went with Luca, brought Luca and Alex came with us. And that was was Luca's first that was Luca's first plane ride. Oh my god. I could make a whole podcast episode on flying with kids because it was so much better than I had anticipated. Really? I was a nervous wreck, like having so much anxiety the weeks leading up to this trip because I was like, how's Luca going to be? He's throwing tantrums. He's like wanting to yell like a dinosaur in the living room. Like, is he going to be obnoxious <laughs> to people on the plane? And it like was so helpful that I have that I had Alex with me to just like be calm and collected. And yeah. um I like fed off of his calm energy, but Luca was just he was so good. He is so into being around people. Like he loves to people watch. He loves new things. So I need to stop being so anxious about him trying new stuff because nine times out of ten when it's new. So he's like always gonna be into it because it's yeah. different and he's not used to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, he was amazing. We flew from here to Detroit and then from Detroit to LA. Mm-hmm. And so the flight from here to Detroit was like an hour and a half, a little bit less. And then the second flight was like four hours. So I, which is really good. Like, again, I can make a whole episode on this, but it was so smart to have two flights like that because the first flight was a little bit shorter. Second flight was a little bit longer rather than doing like one long flight. I would just, mm-hmm. I think I, I think I prefer it that way. But no, he was great. The first flight, he fell asleep before takeoff. So he was asleep the whole flight. And then mm-hmm. the second flight, because this was at like four in the morning, we were flying. Yeah. And um, the second flight, we got off in Detroit. And if you've been in Detroit airport, they have that like huge tunnel with the rainbow mm-hmm. lights and everything. He mm-hmm. was ecstatic. I have I have so many videos of him being like, wow, <laughs> so cute. So he loved that. And then the second flight, he was awake for takeoff, laughed the whole time we took off. Like he loves the rumbling of the plane and the lift. Like he just loves it. And he kept saying, take off, take off. And it was so <laughs> cute. And um, yeah, so I, I think I did a really great job of packing stuff for – 
him to keep busy on the plane Mm -hmm. because he was really occupied with everything that I brought for the first like two hours and then he ended up falling asleep the last half of the long plane ride so that was good um and then on the flight back he fell asleep the whole four-hour plane ride back to Detroit and then he was awake for the hour-long plane ride from Detroit back home so it was really good he did really great I'm like super proud of him and I'm like are you proud of yourself you did so good on the airplane he's like yes mama oh so sweet so sweet um yeah, it was good. We celebrated Luca's third birthday in California, which was amazing. And we did a bunch of different things. Alex and I went to Palm Springs for a night. So we had like two days, one night in Palm Springs. We did a bunch of stuff. And yeah, my brother and my sister-in-law and her family are amazing. And they feel like my family and they treat me like family and they treated Luca and Alex like family. And Mm -hmm. It was just, like, such a great, healthy environment to be around, and I am sad that I'm not around it anymore. I was going to say, you probably want to move there now. I do. I really do. I always have. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of crazy because the last time – well, every time I've gone to California, I've always done something to, like, help myself to move there, and this time I didn't. I just, like, solely went for pleasure and relaxation, Mm -hmm. and I left feeling, like – so so recharged but also so I don't know if headstrong is the right word but like so headstrong about like getting there like getting there and getting there and getting there and I'm like what can I do that I can get there faster but um that's like not a thing that's happening at the moment but in the foreseeable future I could possibly see it happening so I feel like that'd be so good for you yeah, it'd be so good for me, so healthy. Like I said, like my brother, his wife, their kids, my sister-in-law's family, like they're just all so healthy for me to be around. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just nice to have like so many people helping with Luca and like not even like me asking, like everybody's just like, hey, Luca, come here, like here. Like uh, my sister-in-law's parents like were buying stuff for Luca the whole time we were there. Uh-huh. They bought him like toys and for Mother's Day they got me a gift and for – um Luca's birthday they got him stuff and then we celebrated Luca's birthday at my sister-in-law's brother's house at the pool with all the kids like her family has so many kids there was probably like five kids at the house for his birthday but there's literally like 30 kids I swear to god um so yeah Luca was able to like play with a bunch of kids which is nice because he doesn't really get that all the time he doesn't Mm -hmm. really get that ever honestly um And he's a COVID kid, so it's, like, hard for him sometimes to, like, be around other kids. Not because he's misbehaving, but because he's, like, overstimulated. Yeah. Because he was never, like, you know, like, the kids weren't stimulated when they were locked down. So it was just, like, a good environment for him, too, because he was around kids every day. He was outside playing every day. This kid was playing in the sand every single day. There was sand in my bed. There was sand (laughs) in my bed. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But it's just like so as a mother and you'll like obviously slowly learn this as you have your child. But like just seeing your child happy and thriving is like I just want to do whatever I have to do to make sure that like that always is a thing. Right. You know? Yeah. So to just like see him so happy with my niece and nephew and all the things – that's so, like, bittersweet, though, too. I know. For you to, like, 
Because, yeah, you have family here, but it's just – it's different. It's so different. And also, too, I was thinking – and I had never really thought about this before. And I think, one, it's because I am a mom. And, two, because I am truly, like, a grown-ass woman now. When I was in California last time, it was four years ago, and I really was just a kid. And all the times before that, I was literally a teenager flying by myself over there to just, like, do dance shit and, like, see my family – like, see my brother and stuff. But – this was like the first time I was like, wow, my brother is the only person that lives over here. And then it's my sister-in-law's whole family. It's mm-hmm. so like my my brother, not that he's alone, but like my brother's kind of alone. Yeah. You know, and it just like really hit me that like how nice would it be if somebody from my family like was moved over there. over there. Yeah. And was there, like, around him. That way he felt like, you know. So, and my brother and I are very close. Like, extremely close. So, moving there is not not a possibility. Like, it's 150 million percent a possibility. It's just kind of, like, navigating around that. And, like, the time that I'm ready. And, like, Luca and all of the things. But it is a thought. It's always been a thought. It's never not Mm -hmm. been a thought. Yeah. But... Yeah, aside from that, the trip was amazing. We did a dinosaur exhibit for Luca's birthday, and he – the amount of dinosaurs I have in my house right now is <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Everything, everything that he was gifted for his birthday in California was dinosaur-related. He got two T-Rexes. He got a Play-Doh set that is all dinosaurs. He got dinosaur pajamas, dinosaur swimsuit, like – the kid is a Lucasaurus Rex. That's what I call him. <laughs> I was going to say, is he into dinosaurs? Because last time he, we checked, it was trucks. Oh, my God. No. So his – I mean, you've seen his room. His bedroom at my house is, like, truck-related. I need to redo it and make it all dinosaurs now because he's, like oh, – he's not over trucks. He loves it. Yeah. But he is just, like, a dino to the max. They it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's so cute, though. Yeah. Well, you did a lot of things in California too. It wasn't just yeah. I'm trying to think honestly. I feel like I feel like I haven't been there in so okay, long. Wait, but like you posted <laughs> a trailer for a Hulu. Um, oh my god! I don't. Did you do that over that? Like I don't understand because that was very quick. And I know people that are extras in like I like totally a- forgot Adam's that. brother. Um, he was an extra in a Hulu film that they filmed. Oh really? Here. Um, at Cedar Lanes or whatever before they shut it down, the bowling alley. So I know, oh. like, but that took a while to come out. So I was like, when did this bitch? No. So it was actually just, like, really funny. It was just, like, really funny timing. I filmed in that movie all last summer. And I was I was on set for, like, a couple weeks. And I remember being on set, like, I I need like I if I am not in this movie because there were so many times that I was like directly in front of the camera or like we would people just if you're not familiar with like the film industry this is gonna make no sense to you but literally a 12 hour day and you're shooting a three second clip for the movie like it's just so it's so funny and I was also too just like really really curious like what is this movie gonna be about because like you don't know the movie didn't even have a title when we were filming it was supposed to be called like love and color or something and then they ended up being like meh it's untitled for now so it was really cool 
Um, but yeah, I was on set in, in August and September. And I, if you watch the movie, it's called Crush on Hulu. You can see me for sure, like two times. Clearly, you can tell it is me. And then there's like three or four other times that I'm also in it, but I'm more like in the background. I only know it's me because I vividly, I vividly remember standing on the staircase for eight hours straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it was so much fun. I didn't film it in California. It was filmed locally. Um, but everybody that was in the movie isn't like wasn't is from California. So, but I ended up like meeting the writers of the movie and everything and like talking with them and they were just like so kind and um the movie aired on or it premiered on August or oh my god, April 29th. So I was in California. So literally Justin, Katie, my brother and sister-in-law, Alex we all sat and like had a, a movie viewing party for like <laughs> for like the three seconds I was in it. But I literally there's one clip in the beginning of the movie where the main characters are walking across the screen, and I am also walking like directly. My my face is just as clear as theirs, but it's more so my profile. And I literally screamed. I was like, "Oh my god, that's me!" And we had to like stop and rewind a million times. I was like, "There I am again! There I am again!" So funny, but if anybody wants to watch it, it's called Crush on Hulu. It's so cute. I really think it's, like, such a sweet movie. Um, It's about two girls that fall in love with each other, and it's, like, an unconventional story. But it's not – I don't think it's, like, a silly Hulu movie. I think it's, like, genuinely cute. There's one character in it whose name I can't think of. She's from Will and Grace, and, like, she's so funny. And then one of the main characters um, is the girl who played Moana – um, I think her name is pronounced like Ali. Ali, I don't know. It's like A U I. It's very very Hawaiian. Um, but yeah, it was just funny being on set and like seeing people because not everybody is nice on set. Like those main characters, like I've heard stories, but I've never experienced it. But like some of those characters were just like, eh. like just because you're in a movie doesn't mean you can treat people like shit. I don't right. know. Right. But it was it was an experience. It was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that was just like a coincidence that it yeah, cause I was while like, I was the, in California. I was like, there's no way that she shot that and then it's already out. Like, there's no way. So no, uh, I was like, I need to ask this hoe. Cause no, she- that, yeah, it shot in August and September of last year. Like there was, there was like a few weeks in both months that I was like gone for 12, 12, like to 16 hour days, just like gone. God bless my mom for watching Luca. But, yeah, no, it was so much fun. Yeah. I know. When Adam's fun. brother um, did his part for Hulu, they were long hours for just, like, literally so a 10-second clip. And we did the same thing. We I didn't even watch. The movie was kind of really stupid. Because <laughs> yeah. we, try, we tried to watch the first 10 minutes, and then we just, like, skipped forward and looked for him in the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's just cool to see someone you know, like – yeah it's a I know her. yeah so fun yeah so that was like one of the things one of the many things i'm trying to think of what else i did do you ever like have an experience and do something and then it happens and it's over and you're like you're like what did, did i, I, did I do? even do that yeah like did i even do that oh we went we had like um we had a beach day we had the dinosaur exhibit day i actually got really sick on this trip i had a horrible sinus infection awful and I've never had a sinus infection in my life I could not believe TMI 
the amount of mucus that was coming out of my nose. Mm-hmm. And people deal with this on a regular basis. I don't know how you do it. But everybody's allergies right now are fucked up. They're so bad. Like, my, I've had a sore throat for, like, three weeks. But it's, like, when I go to bed and then I wake up, I initially yeah. have a sore throat. And then it's gone. But it's just, I think, with the weather changing, it's, like, 55 and then it's 85. And it's, like... I think it's a couple different things. Like, in California, I've never had allergies there before in my life. I've been there, like, ten times. I've never experienced it. So I was truly blown away because I was starting to get, like, car sick driving somewhere. And I was, like, I need to get out of the car. I, like, went inside somewhere, and I thought I was going to throw up. I never did. And then I, like, immediately after – and like, a few hours after, I started having, like, a really runny nose and all this stuff. So I'm, like, I have never had a sinus infection in my life. Thank God Alex had amoxicillin because he always gets sinus infections. So he, like, packed some just to have in case for himself, and I ended up needing them. And it was just, like, a godsend. But also it was so rough <laughs> because I, I just was horrible. So that lasted a few days. I'm, like, still getting over it. I'm, like, barely congested anymore. But when I came back here, every, like, everybody at work is congested. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, like, talking about allergies, and it sucks. But I also think, aside from allergies, that for so long nobody's been around people yeah. without masks on and all that yeah. stuff. And I feel like people are now getting – they're not getting sick, but they're just, like, getting colds because yeah. now everybody's around each other again. Right, we're rebuilding our immune systems again, exposing exactly. Stuff. Nobody, yeah. nobody has an immune system anymore. Yeah, literally. So it's just a fun fucking time with allergies. So fun. But you need to tell the people the big thing that you did. I say it's a big thing. You think it's probably small. What? Um, this bitch went and got a tattoo. I did get a tattoo. Oh my god! I see. I literally forgot. I can't see it, so I actually <laughs> genuinely forget that it happened. Oh my god! I have one. Cute. It's I'm, on the back of I'm, her arm. It's so cute. It's on the back of my left arm, like a couple, like two inches above my elbow. I'm literally obsessed with it. But like I just said, I actually forget that I have it. Um, so, I need like the lead up to it, like where you. Thinking of okay. getting a tattoo for a while. Yes. Did you plan so, to do it with your sister-in-law? Like Yes. So my deets. sister my sister-in-law and I have always talked about getting a tattoo. We've talked about doing like the New York flower and the California flower and like really dainty fine lines, like together mm-hmm. with each other, like a bouquet on ourselves. We've talked about doing I don't even know, like not this, but like our zodiac signs for each other, like some shit like that. We've always talked about something. We've talked about um there's this one girl on Instagram. Her name's like Hannah something, and she writes like poetry about healing and, and whatever and mental health. We've thought about getting like her little drawings on us and whatnot. So this has been a thought for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm always the one that's like, no, I can't get a tattoo. Like it's gonna hurt. I can't get a tattoo. Like I can't tell my dad and I can't get a tattoo because like I don't want to spend the money. So it's always like something. But I've always wanted tattoos. I've always wanted them. I just – I've always felt like they look better on other people. So whatever. That's backstory. Now, leading up to California, I have I had a group chat with my brother and sister-in-law, and we were talking back and forth, and they were like, hey, if you want to get a tattoo, like, we'll gift it to you for your birthday. And I was like, oh, that's so kind. Um, yeah. Let me just, like, figure out what I want. So then we were, like, shooting back and forth ideas And I am just, like, very big on I don't want – if I ever get a tattoo, I never want it to be something big. I love, love, love 
the dainty little tattoos uh-huh. that people have, uh-huh. women especially. Like Miley Cyrus is a great example. She has a lot of tiny tattoos. I don't think I would ever get that many, but I just love the concept of like the small yeah. ones. Yeah. So that was my my logic behind a tattoo. And then I also wanted like placement for it. I wanted a tattoo for Luca on my bicep. But I didn't want to get it for this tattoo because it was going to be matching with my sister-in-law. So she ended up sending me like a quote about something, which I can't remember. It doesn't even matter because it was just the word that stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. And it was like a five-word quote. And one of the words was resilience. And I was like, oh, I really like the word resilient. Resilience. Resilient. Um, So I was like playing with it. And then I was like, that word just keeps sticking out to me. And it was, it was, I didn't like confirm it with her, but it kept sticking out with me. I was like living my life. And then I kept seeing the word resilient being used in places. Like I heard somebody say it that day. And then I like read it in like a magazine or newspaper somewhere. And then I heard it on the radio. Like I just kept hearing the word resilient, Mm -hmm. resilient, resilient. And I was like, okay, I definitely need to get this tattooed. And then like I've been through you know like you pro- you actually probably don't even know like all of it but you know most of like what I've been through mm-hmm. so I just felt like resilient is such a beautiful word to just like showcase that you are basically capable of getting through anything good right. or bad and like you just come out stronger on the end uh-huh. so I my sister-in-law both we got the tattoo in the same spot um we <laughs> One of the things my therapist has told me is just to, like, really stay present. So, like, traveling was really anxious for me or making me really anxious. So my therapist is, like, try to stay present when you're on your trip. Like, don't think too far ahead, blah, blah, blah. So literally I was taking it day by day. I got my tattoo um, the Friday of my trip. So, like, a little over a week into my trip. And so for the first week I was like, okay, not going to think about it. Going to think about today we're going to the beach. Like, today we're doing this. And so the day comes, or the night before, Alex was telling me, like, it's probably going to hurt. Like, don't don't be shocked if it if it hurts really bad. Wait, and he doesn't have any, does he? He does. He has he does. two. Yeah, he's got a shoulder piece, and then he's got oh, one yes. on his, like, ankle calf. So, um, yeah, so he was, like, kind of, like, prepping me. And I was a little scared. I was like, don't scare me. Like, I, I'll be fine. Like, it's going to be okay. And so I genuinely was trying to stay present. Like, I hadn't thought about this tattoo the whole trip. I, I forgot I was getting one. So Friday comes around, and the tattoo is at, like, 10 a.m., and my sister-in-law had to drive, like, 30 minutes to the shop. Mm-hmm. And we're driving, and I'm, like, really getting nervous. Like, that feeling in your chest. Like, you're starting to sweat a little bit. You're like, like, oh, what's shit, this is actually like? happening. Yeah. Actually happening. I wanted to have a coffee that morning, and I was like, no way. No, we're not having a coffee. <laughs> no. we're, we are not – we're not eating, we're not drinking, we're just gonna <gasps> go in and then like handle it after. I did eat breakfast. I was gonna say you, you know should have I mean? eaten something. <laughs> no, I did eat, but you know what I mean. So I get there. I'm so nervous, but like my sister in law is so calm, cool, and collected. She has like 20 tattoos. So we're just like chilling. And I went first and I land the thing. Well, he puts the like stencil on me. Yeah. And um he gave me a couple different size options. Uh he also made a great point, which I had never thought about. So if you want a tattoo and you want a dainty tattoo, he was he was telling me, like, if you get a smaller tattoo, you will – your skin shrinks over time. Mm-hmm. Like, it will come together, which I had never in my life yeah. thought about, really. And so I wanted the smallest size tattoo. 
And he was like telling me that information. I was like, okay. And I really didn't want to go any bigger. I ended up going like the second biggest option or the mm-hmm. second smallest or yeah, you know what I mean? Like this, not the smallest. Second to the last smallest. One. Yeah. Jesus Christmas. <sighs> so I had, I had gone with that one and I was like, okay, let's do this because I also have small arms. So like I really didn't want the word resilient, like fucking huge against my arm where you could see yeah. it from 30 feet away. Yeah. So I did that. He put the stencil on, looked at it. It was leveled, whatever. I saw it in the mirror and I was like, this is perfect. Like, I am so excited. Like, fucking tap me up. So, <laughs> so I lay on the bed. So nervous. But, dude, that fucking tattoo needle touched my skin. And I I have – there's a video of me getting this tattoo. And I'll have to post it. But I am like – like, I'm laying on my arms like this with my chin on my, on my forearm. And – on my stomach, my arms hanging off the bed, and he starts tattooing me, and I'm like, ah, da, 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 da. and then I look at my sister-in-law, and I'm like, this is all that it is? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And she's like, I told you that it wouldn't hurt, and I was like, getting my fucking eyebrows microbladed was way fucking worse <laughs> than this. And yeah. the tattoo artist was like, well, yeah, it's thin skin. Like, he was super cool. And I was like, I'm a fucking esthetician. Like, I should have fucking known better, because... That skin on your eyebrow is so thin and the bone mm-hmm. underneath is so sensitive. Dude, getting it on the back of your arm is like – it was such a great idea for me to get it here for my first tattoo because it did not hurt. I couldn't believe it. it took fucking like eight minutes for him to tattoo me. It was incredible. Yeah. Chef's kiss to the tattoo artist. He was so cool. But, yeah, it was – no, it was so fun. It was amazing. I'm so glad that I did it. Like, And now you want more. A, now I want more the, aside, <laughs> aside from the fact that like – I got a tattoo that says resilient and, like, has meaning behind it. The fact – like, I got a tattoo in California, and, like, that's just cool to me that I got yeah. it not local. Because, yeah. I actually, I, I've always told myself, like, I would love to get tattoos when I go places because I just feel like it's – like, it just adds coolness to your story. Yeah. Yeah. Not that you need a story to get any tattoos, but you know what I mean. Right. So, yeah. No, it was so fun. My Again, my sister-in-law has the same tattoo. I love I'm, that we did that together. Yeah, that's so nice that you guys have that. I'm also really glad that that tattoo artist told you about how your skin yeah. shrinks because a lot of them won't do t- dainty tattoos because yeah. people will come back like a couple years later and they're like, oh, that looks like a blob now. And they were like, well, I tried to tell you. So a lot of artists won't do yeah. dainty tattoos. I don't know if you follow um, this person on Instagram. It's called uh, Winterstone. Mm-mm. They are known for doing all the dainty tattoos on, like, celebrities and stuff like that. Um, obviously, you could have went there if you wanted to, but, you know, it's probably super booked. But, yeah, um, yeah, a lot of tattoo artists, they won't do it just because That's of that so simple fact. And then some people are just, like, like, my cousin has a couple of dainty tattoos, and he's like, yeah, I know. It's okay. If it smudges, that's on me. Or, like, if it blobs or whatever, yeah. distorts, like, that's on me. That's totally fine. Yeah. But, yeah, no, everyone, I don't know why the stigma is that, like, tattoos hurt. They hurt if you get big ones and you get shading done and it's on a bone. Right. Because, like, Adam has a whole sleeve. He nearly passed out when they were doing, like, his elbow because it's, like, they're rubbing a a shit ton of needles on there to, like, do shading and stuff. But, when you get dainty ones, it's so easy. I totally can understand why people say that it hurts, but I – it's, yeah, like, not like, the worst pain ever. You know what I mean? No. There is this stupid – like you said, there's this stigma of tattoos being painful. And 
don't get me wrong. If you have a zero pain tolerance, then maybe the, like, the tattoo I got would have, like, really irritated you. But, like, I'm telling you right now, I I have a high pain tolerance for certain types of pain. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to needles, like, I've never had an issue with it. I just, like, had it in my mind, like, oh, this is going to hurt so bad. And, uh, no, it didn't. I didn't have to have it wrapped or anything because it's so small that the artist was, like, put Aquaphor on it when you feel like you need it. You know, you don't have to worry about getting it wet or anything. Like, get it wet. Put Like, if it's itchy, put lotion on it. But, like, any lotion will work unscented. And I'm like, it was just much more chill than I had anticipated. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to have to, like – you always feel like you have to just do more for certain things. So I was like, great, I want to have to, like, wrap it and buy a cream and, like, make sure I apply this specific cream to the tattoo. Like, no, it's not fucking like that. No. Who fucking did that? Who fucking put it in our (laughs) brains that, like – it had to be this way because right. it's not. It wasn't. It was so just – it was cool. It was just a good a experience. Don't itch it. Yeah, and also as much as I've wanted a tattoo, I really never thought that I would get, ever, 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 ever get one. So it, I just like – I just feel cool. I just feel like a tattoo girl. <laughs> I'm so and, glad you got one because – Me too. And also my sister – okay, I'm just going to say Katie because it's annoying saying sister-in-law. So Katie um, and I – we were so fucking obnoxious the remainder of my trip because we tried to find different ways to use the word resilient. So, uh, I don't know, uh, like, the stupidest shit. Like, we'd be walking around the house and um, Katie would, like, make focaccia bread and she would lay it out on the table with paper plates and whatnot and I'd be like that was so resilient (laughs) focaccia bread like that (laughs) we would just be so annoying so obnoxious Justin my brother Justin and Alex are just like what are we what have we gone into because this is absurd but yeah no it was so funny even like Alex and Justin are playing into it though so like they're quote-unquote annoyed by it but like they actually low-key love it and they like we have a group chat now of the four of us and like Alex will comment and be like Annie was really resilient today (laughs) (laughs) you should like you should see what she did today (laughs) so silly and then when I like came back to work on Tuesday this week I was like the girls were asking me about my tattoo and like what it looked like and stuff so I was showing them and me and my friend Anna we were just like fucking around and she was like when they say that they want a yatted girl, <laughs> take me off the roster. <laughs> the bad bitch roster. Like, take me off the roster. <laughs> and then to be way more obnoxious on top of that, Katie and I were like, we're no longer shaking hands with people. We're just going to elbow tap them. So they like, can see tattoo. <laughs> it's so funny because it's the tiniest fucking tattoo. But it's, it's like so it's like those um, TikToks. It's like, oh, you said you wanted a girl that's tatted. <laughs> What's up? Come see me. What's good? <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. No, I love it. So Yours funny. came out so good. I have. Thanks. I also got a tattoo when I was out of state with my cousin. So we were in Virginia Beach and came out horrible, horrible. I think about Which removing one is it. That? It's behind my ear. I also like fell asleep during it too. Like it's just so. Is if you ever the, want a tattoo behind your ear, great place to go. Because is it's, it? it's, I don't know. It's just like, I had like. Did it hurt? No, I had like chills up and down my like really? neck and spine. Did, it, and I was did like, it feel it? Did it feel like someone was like tickling you? A little bit. 
Or, like, and they, your hair. They use a quieter needle, too, or, like, whatever. Oh. It's, like, the motor, so it's not as loud. So it's just, like, a buzzing and, like, a tickling behind your ear. And you're just, like, okay. I actually really do want one here or, like, well, maybe, like, right right behind my ear. You could go get some fucking podcast mics right behind her oh, ear. Oh, my <laughs> just God. Just kidding. <laughs> Walk um, around with microphones. <laughs> I would be dead. Um, I would be dead. But yeah, I thought about removing mine, but it's it, it's a funny story now. So I'm just like whatever, and I can't ever see it. Yeah. So, just like your like album, you don't know it's you know? there. Yeah. Yeah, that's tattoos are fun though. They make for good. They stories. are fun. It's also so fun to have a tattoo where you can't see it. Yeah. You like obvious, about it. obviously, make sure that it's a like looks good when you get it done. Thank God, like my sister in law was there and. So when I was getting the tattoo, I checked the spelling. Mind you, I had typed up the word in a font that I wanted, and he just like took it, printed it, did the stencil, whatever. So I knew that it was spelled right, and I knew that it was what I wanted because I fucking made it. And he was like triple checking the spelling. He went to Katie. She triple checked. I triple checked. We're like going in circles. We're like going in circles three times, and I'm like, wait, now it doesn't look right because I've been looking at it for too long. Right, you're like, and on- honestly though, I was like, just fucking tattoo me, like if it's spelled wrong, like no regrets, no, re- <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> Got it. No regrets at all. So fucking funny. Oh my god. Oh. It was a great time. It was a great time. Oh, so good. It's so good. And I love that. Not that. I would ever expect anything less, but Alex is such a easygoing person. He's just a people person, gets along with everybody. I'm so glad that the four of you now have that, like, bond now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice, too, because I feel like Alex feels the same way that I do. Yeah. I don't feel it. I know it because we've had this conversation. (laughs) Because we're very open with each other. And you've said several times that, like, Alex reminds you of a combination of your brother and sister-in-law. He does. So he for does. you guys to finally have that moment and yeah. that vacation and everything, I, I think yeah. it's so special. It was. It was really special. And, like, he had met both of them when they came to visit here last year. But it was so brief. Alex and I were, like, pretty fresh into dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we had been dating for a while, but it was still pretty fresh. So, yeah, now it's, like, we're heavily involved with dating. Like, him and I are for sure – together you know like we, we do a lot of things together we're the definition of boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. and justin and katie they're like of they're one of the few couples that i also just really look up to as far as relationships goes like their marriage is so healthy they parent so healthy and not everybody likes what they do and they don't give a fuck and yeah. i just so respect that i so respect that like everybody needs a role model like that in their life so to see that, and then also too, like Katie's family, like I said, they welcomed Alex in with open arms. Alex went golfing with her brother, Aww. and her brother is a is a tough cook. So he, yeah, they went golfing one morning, and it was just like so cool that everybody was just like so amazing, so accepting, so welcoming, so so accepting, so welcoming. Yeah. We would have like conversations at the dinner table with her whole family about this is kind of off topic, but like whole family about like religion and all the things and parenting and like we were having an open conversation about topics that not a lot of families can talk about because it's going to cause some sort of tension and 
somebody's going to be mad or not agree, but literally it was just like an open conversation where everybody was listening to everyone and we were just like putting our opinions on the table and nobody gave a shit because at the end of the day, like your opinion is your opinion and it doesn't right. affect how I feel about you kind of thing. Isn't that so, so it was refreshing? Just so refreshing. To be able to so just like amazing. speak your mind and not have to like hold back or anything like that. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. So, yeah, I'm sad to be back. I'm like – I don't know. And then, like, also seeing Luca with all the kids, too. It's just, yeah. you know, when 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 your child sees family that they don't normally see and then they connect with them really well, it's just, like, it's so bittersweet, mm-hmm. you know. I know. Whenever we would go to visit, we would go every other year um, to visit our family in California, too. And it's the same thing. Like, yeah. all the kids are over there. I mean, my dad's side has kids too but like there was just so many more kids over on the other side and yeah we'd all just like pick right back up where we left off yeah so yeah i'm sure so my, fun. my parents felt the same way but they couldn't move to california but right yeah no it was so fun um I'm trying to think what else i did yeah alex and i went to palm springs oh, yeah. and that was he's been before but that was my first time and i feel like have you ever been mm-hmm I feel like Palm Springs are my people. Yeah. They are my people. Thank God we went after Coachella was done because it would have been a fucking clusterfuck oh, God. line during like oh, yeah. the week of Coachella. But um no, it's just it's a different vibe there and California itself is a different vibe, but like obviously in Northern California versus Southern, like those are two different two, vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like you go to Palm Springs, I feel like the deeper you get into California, like the vibes shift everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah. Palm Springs was just like aside from the beautiful weather, it was so refreshing to be in an area where love is love. And nobody gives a fuck what color you are. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody. Palm Springs is where the gay people are at, and those are my people. Like, (laughs) I was living for it. There was really very few straight couples that I saw. It was either, like, two girls, two guys, two theys, two whatever. Like, two girl, like, friends walking with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, I really didn't see very many like straight couples together and it was just like so cool because everybody was like wearing whatever the fuck they wanted guys were in short shorts like I am a f- advocator for having your nipples out I don't give a fuck yeah but sometimes sometimes I don't like sometimes I'm a little conservative but I like people had their titties out it was just like nobody <laughs> gave a shit nobody gave a shit nobody gave a shit and it was just like so cool and I was wearing like my fun cute outfits and like Alex was like living his best life and we went into like a bunch of clothing stores that were quote-unquote geared for gay men Mm -hmm. I went in there looking for pants for myself because I was like I need these pants I don't care if they're men's (laughs) and then Alex was like I need those pants so we're like in these stores like I need these pants I need these pants and um it was just so cool. The energy was there. Everybody's just like happy. The weather's beautiful. Nobody gives a fuck. There was great food. We went to a couple different restaurants. We were there and this, the vibes were immaculate. Everybody's just chilling. Nobody's, nobody's worried about the other person like crossing the street. Like nobody gives a fuck where Alex and I are walking up and down the street and we're like, well, you would never see somebody where we live 
doing this. No. You would never hear about somebody doing that. And I'm like, yeah, because everybody where we live is so fucking judgmental yeah. and so like mm-hmm. stuck in their mentality of like their old ways. And it's like it's so ridiculous and gives me a headache to even think about. But and it's crazy too because I was like, I don't know if I should go on this trip. Like I feel guilty, like taking Luca and like doing all the things. And then I I went on the trip and I was like, why did I not do this sooner? My my anxiety like kept me from going on a trip. And I'm so glad that I did it. If anyone's listening to this and you're like, I want to go on a trip, like go on the fucking trip, book the fucking ticket, just go. Yeah. Just go. Get out. I haven't been out. I haven't gone on a trip in four years. It's a long since, time. Because, because because I got pregnant, I was in California, found out I was pregnant, came home, pregnant, had Luca, COVID, and then here we are. Yeah. Well, it's good that you went. I'm glad that you went. And yeah. you had a great experience getting there and back and then your whole time It was amazing. Because now you're going to want to go everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, Luca loves new experiences. So – and now he knows what an airplane is like. Now he know, he's been on an airplane four times now. Yeah. So he – is familiar with it and he's at an age where he's really remembering things mm-hmm. so i i am always going to be nervous to like travel with the child because you just never know well, yeah. but at the end of yeah but at the end of the day it's like giving yourself and your child new experiences yeah. together i was gonna say your your travel might not always be as smooth as it was right. but you'll have the memories and now you're not as anxious to do it you know what i mean exactly yeah Totally. And now we can take our kids to Disney together, so it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I know you're going to be that bitch that brings her infant child to Disney that doesn't even know what's going on, but that's fine because no. Luca will be a little bit – Luca will be old enough to understand Disney. See, yeah. and Alex isn't really into Disney like that. I think he would go if I made him, but Luca's, like, like, getting at an age where I want to take him probably within the next, like, year. Yeah. Well, I feel like adults, like there's Disney adults and then there's like regular adults. Obviously, I'm a Disney adult. And people, like regular adults is what I'll say, they don't understand it until they go. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, wait a second. Now I understand the hype. I feel like I'm right in between because I wish I was a Disney adult, but then I'm like, I I just I don't know but then I but like I know how it feels to be at Disney because I've been a bunch of times mm-hmm. but and I've been to Disneyland as an adult so like I know what it feels like I it's just like a magical feeling you just feel like a kid yeah. you're experiencing like stuff you did as a kid with your kid like mm-hmm. I yeah just too like now that they have different parks and stuff at mm-hmm. Disney World it's very much geared towards adults and I don't think adults realize that like it's very adult oh. friendly now so really? yeah it's almost like like Adam and I always said we're never going to take our kid there until they're old enough old enough to wipe their own ass <laughs> yeah <laughs> and eat enough for the price because it's so expensive um but we're like we'll go if we have like extra hands on deck to to help us with if we want yeah. to bring our kid when they're like two or three. But um, yeah, I don't know. Because Adam was never a Disney adult. I, I know he is. Oh my God. Oh my God. After the first time we went there, he's like, we have to go back. Aww. And that was at a time where we couldn't, we were like 18, I think. So yeah. we couldn't drink or anything. But we still had like a great time. And then when you get to the point that you can drink and like just let, let loose. That's place. true. That's very true because I – so I haven't been to Disney World since 2008. That was the last time I went with my family. But I've been to Disneyland a bunch of times, like, after, since then. 
So Disneyland I've gone to as an adult and I've gone to like downtown Disney with my brother and sister-in-law and we've just like had a good time. Like one, one time I went to go visit in California, we literally, they picked me up at the airport. We went straight to Disneyland and we went to downtown and then we had dinner at um, House of Blues. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Dinner at House of Blues. Like it was just a fun time. We did a little bit of shopping. Like it is a good experience for adults. Like you don't have to be you you don't have to have like the Mickey Mouse ears on no. and, like walking no. around. You know, you can like totally but they I get make it, it though. It's so geared towards adults now and just like I don't know. So Alex can keep his mindset. He'll do at, it. At, like he'll go. I know he'll go. But he'll I think his it. mind will change once he's once he's there. Yeah, I also him. know. I also know, too, that his mind would change once he saw Luca there, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then I having will. someone like Adam, who's, like, obsessed with it, Adam would be like, dude, oh, we gotta go on this. Like, <laughs> I gotta <laughs> show so you this. Good. And Alex would be like, oh, yeah, dude. This is yeah. sick. <laughs> but no, you're right, though. I actually never thought about, like, going to Disney as an adult and, like, drinking and having a good time. I have to drink, but, like, having a good time like that. I just ne- – it never crossed my mind. But, uh, yeah, because I know so many adults that go – with their significant other for like you for a yeah, trip. Yeah. And, and I'm people like, are always what, like, like, why the fuck do they always go to Disney? Like what the yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, there is so much to do. Yeah. Cause it's not just like going to the parks either, like Disney Springs, the downtown Disney. There's things yeah. to do there and stuff. So I don't know. I think that'd be fun if we all went with our kiddos. That'd be so fun. Could you imagine? Also, too, I feel like traveling with a newborn is the best time to travel. Mm. Um because all you have to do is breastfeed them or give them a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Plane. Where Luca, I had to pack a whole fucking thing. I think I might actually make a TikTok of like what I trap, like what I packed for my toddler on a five hour airplane ride or something. Because I really feel like everything I packed was so good. Like every, every mom should know what to pack for their kid. Yeah. You definitely should do that. So. And I definitely think you should do an episode about flying with kids because I'll need to listen yeah. to it and I will need to take tips from that because you can – I know people see a kid walking onto an airplane and you're like, oh, fuck. Or Dude, like a baby. And people, and you're like, I know. I'm that person now. I'm that person. But, yeah, you know, I mean, you do you do what you can. You have to travel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So ha- Exactly. Exactly. And I always say that, like, if somebody, if somebody is bitching about it on an airplane – Put your fucking headphones in. Like, yeah. if you didn't bring headphones, that's on you. Also, all airplanes sell headphones on their on the airplane, so yeah. you can just buy them. Right. So. Well, I'm so glad that you went on that trip and that. Me too. You had. It was a good time. Such a good experience. Um, I've missed you. Fun. I've had no one to I know. talk to. <laughs> no I one to hang out with. I also have, I, know. Uh, I still have Luca's birthday present, so I will get that to you Aww. at some point. It's just sitting on my dining room table, but, um, yeah. I have to do that. Oh, want to tell the people about our changes coming up. Oh, yes. So, if you guys have made it to the end of this episode, we just want to touch on something that is we're going to implement for this summer, see how it goes. Um, as you all know, Mariah is pregnant and she's due like literally any day. Literally now. any day. <laughs> literally any, like she could go into labor as we're recording this. Could you imagine <laughs> if we were recording? <laughs> oh my God. That'd be iconic. Yeah. Anyways, so we have decided that we are going to start doing episodes every other week because summer is coming. People are not going to be um 
I feel like people aren't going to be as into sitting down listening to a podcast as they would be during the winter months Mm -hmm. on commutes to work and whatnot. So we're still going to be here. And of course, we still have all of our previous episodes available for you guys to listen to. But we have decided for um, the sake of just keeping up and also keeping with good context, we don't want to spew out shitty content weekly. Uh That's not what we're about. So um, kind of lessening our schedule to every other week is going to provide us with the flexibility to be able to give you that good content still while also giving ourselves a break because Mariah is going to have her hands quite full. Um, And I actually am diving really deep into some work stuff. So I know I'm going to be pretty – filled up as well um but yeah we just wanted to give you guys that heads up we'll make a post about it and we'll put it online and all the things actually a post probably already went up by the time you hear this episode yeah so just in case you missed it we're telling you now but it's it's not a permanent change. It might be, depending no. yeah, yeah. on if it works for us. Um, and, two, that might make our episodes longer because we won't be talking to each other every week. <laughs> so we might That's have true. more to talk about. Um, That's true. But just to keep you guys engaged because we want to enjoy our summer. We want you to enjoy your summer. Exactly. I know most people are, like, outside by their pool listening to music or on their boats mm-hmm. listening to music. So you're not always listening to a podcast. But, um, yeah, just to be easier on everybody. I think uh, every other week episode will be good. We'll make a post yeah. about it. We're still always here. If you guys um, have questions about things. We'll still be posting each week, but new episodes will come out bi-weekly. Yes, bi-weekly. Yeah. I think it'll a be fun good. A little change. A fun little change. A little change. See how it does. Yeah, because... Sis, I can be going any day now. Actually, I wish I would. That's today? The 14th. And I'm doing, like, technically 10 days is my due date. But, like. I mean, you could go anytime. I am so ready. I'm so uncomfortable. I've been crying, like, every night because I can't sleep. And I'm just uncomfortable. You know? And I'm bored. And I sit around and I'm like, ugh. This is, like, literally the worst part. I'm like, I just wish this kid was here. I probably regret saying that now. Because I'm like, oh, all this free time. I know. But um, you're just ready. When you get to a point, you're just ready. I know. When you when you get to the end of it, the last like the last like two weeks especially are killer. Yeah. But I know it's like one of those pieces of advice that like you want to hear but you don't want to hear. Try to find stuff that you want to do or get done, and like uh-huh. you know, people tell you like, "Oh, relax before the baby's born." Like, bitch, I can't fucking relax. <laughs> I have a fucking human strapped to my stomach. Yeah. You know, so it's uncomfortable, but I don't know, like, if there's anything last minute that you want to do, or, like, one last prenatal massage or something. I know, I was thinking about that, and my mother-in-law's like, go to Target, go shopping, and I'm like, I, I'm i waiting until the baby's here, because, like, I don't know what to shop for. Like, everything's done in the house. I've vacuumed yeah. and <laughs> shampooed the carpets, feel, like, 70 times over. I feel more so, like, don't shop for the baby. Like, if I have any advice to give, truthfully, it would be to do something for you or you and Adam. Yeah. Like, like take advantage of this time left together because it's really – it's. I mean, obviously you have a dog, but, like, it's just the two of you, and it's yeah. not going to be just the two of you after this. Right. So, like, go out to dinner. Like, if you wanted to go to, uh, I don't know, a specific restaurant or, like, if there was a store you wanted to go to, like, it's yeah. not going to be – you're going to be able to do it when baby's here. Right. But it's just, like – the last time you guys can just, like, get up and go whenever you feel like it, Uh where you don't have the hassle of getting a kid ready and, like, doing all the things. So, I don't know. 
Do we'll we... find something to do. Yeah. We'll find something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm so ready. I know. So it'll fly by. It already has, but it'll yeah. fly by even more. Yeah. Especially once the kid gets here. Oh, my God. Yes. So. Do you have names picked out? Um, we have we have two girl names solidified, and we have two potential boy names that we're still like. That's good. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> The boy names are so hard. Boy names, boy names are fucking hard. I, they They're don't tell you hard. that, but boy names are so fucking no. hard. We got our girl name like so fast, instantly. Yeah, so fast. It was when I before I found out it was a boy for me. I same thing. I was like, mm, girl names picked out, done. Boy yep. name like meh. because you don't want it to sound like too childish that they can't grow into it, and you don't want it to sound too like mature that. They have to grow yeah. into it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's it's hard. And you want to be different, but not too different that it sounds weird. And it's yep. a struggle. Yeah. yeah. Lugo was actually my number one pick. So I'm glad it ended up working out. But um, yeah, boy names are hard. Girl names are easier. Mm-hmm. So. But they yeah. say boys are easier to raise than girls. So we'll freaking see. I mean, Luca's been pretty easy. Yeah. He right now is actually like the worst part of of his age like out of all the ages he's been so far this is like the toughest one he's just because he's becoming a like a little human like yeah. a, a little man he's no, developing because, and yeah he remembers things he is getting emotional but like all in good ways mm-hmm. um like he's really discovering his feelings and identifying like i'm mad i'm excited <laughs> he's like i'm mad <laughs> so i excited i excited oh so funny but like yeah it's it's this is an age where it's not terrible twos it's terrible threes yeah by far but that's for boys i don't know about girls yeah but yeah no it'll it'll be over before you know it i can't wait well i can't wait it's just the anticipation i'm just like what are we waiting for like let's get the show on the road i know so i know but Uh, yeah yeah, guys, that's it for today. That's our Thanks little recap listening. update. And we won't see you guys for another week and a half. Or two yep. weeks. Yeah, two we'll weeks. see you guys. We'll see you guys two weeks from now. And who knows? Maybe I we'll, should maybe definitely I should definitely meet. be a mother by then. <laughs> if I'm not a mother by then, there's so, a problem. <laughs> so everyone listening to this episode, by the time you hear us again, Mariah should not be pregnant anymore. If she is, that she's getting induced <laughs> pray for sure. For me. <laughs> she's pray getting for me. induced for sure. <laughs> I'll be so upset. Oh god. I right, guess. Right. We'll see you in two weeks. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We appreciate your support. We would love for you to leave us a review on the platform that you're tuning in on. New episodes air every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. For more up-to-date info, follow along with us on Instagram at nlu.podcast.